Hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. That's the energy I'm bringing to this episode of Save It For The Podcast. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. It's a rare high energy Dan. Wow. You got an iced coffee kicking in? Oh, yeah. You're an afternoon coffee man. I'm a morning espresso person. Well, here's the thing about espresso, Malia. I make a big one in the morning and I drink it all day long. I sip, I sip. You I are sip, a savor, sip. a sip and savor guy. I'm sip like. Sip and savor, that's the name of our new band or new grocery store. Oh, a convenience store. I think it's been done probably. Sip and, and savor. Some wine place. Hey, you know what I don't like doing is drinking water from a mug, a handled mug. How do you like to consume your a gla- water? A handleless glass. I love a mason jar or a, a glass. But when the glass has a mug, I mean, when the, like we have a glass mug with a handle. Yes. And I'll have tea and then I put water in it. I go, oh no, it just, I don't like doing that. Do you? Does it matter to you what water comes out of? Well, the whole concept of a glass mug, it's like, what are you? Are you a mug or are you a glass? If I'm drinking coffee, I'm not going to drink coffee out of a glass mug. I don't like to see the coffee. But I like to see the tea. I do like to see tea because there's all different kinds of tea and there's all different hues. It can go from just like a hint of like yellow to like something as dark, almost as dark as like a black coffee. Yeah, but I don't want to drink so I do appreciate the glass mug for tea. I agree. I just don't like it for water. I, uh, you know, it comes down to how thirsty I am. Yeah. If I just came out of, pick a desert, Sahara. Sure. If I just came out of there and they handed me a coffee well, mug course. full of water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, I'm talking about you having the power to choose the receptacle for the water. not. I you know what I've been doing for the last seven? Wait, what is 2023 minus 2017? Six. Six years. For the last six years, I have been monitoring my water consumption. So I drink it out of a Hopefully camelback a BPA free thing BPA free camelback 1 liter water bottle so some of them have like a chug top and others have like that straw that you have to bite the top and then drink out of it depends on how I'm feeling that morning but I like to have a lot of water near me at all times uh-huh I've made that commitment. You know what? All this water talk has made Malia thirsty. I just had some sips. And guess what? I'm going to drink some water now, too. Sort of like when someone sneezes or yawns, I mean. You didn't need to do that. That was the... Purposeful microphone on a shaky hand drinking water. I wanted the listeners to experience the water drinking. Okay, here's me drinking water. All right, great. Do it. 
put it down here. Okay. She's putting the microphone on her throat. Well, you told me to. I was just that putting was it great. next to me. Okay. No, I like that. Um, yeah, so... We're really bringing the listeners into... We're inviting them into this. Like It's sort of like a behind-the-scenes thing we're doing yeah. here. Okay, that's the end of the episode. Kidding. You know what, Malia? Hmm. I, this might be a hot take. This might offend half the listeners out there. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes you just have to take a stand. Dry cleaning is a joke. Oh. Well, it's definitely... I don't think they even clean school. anything. I think they just iron it and send it back to you. Because, you know... like Maybe we, you have power stink that doesn't come out. It's not my stink. Oh. It's just this, I don't know. Maybe they don't use clean water because it smells like musty or something when they bring, well, when they, they use return. chemicals. My, well, can't they just like spray it with Febreze or some chemicals that <laughs> will give me cancer, but will at least smell good? I'm sure that. I'm going to get cancer from their chemicals and it doesn't smell good. The Out of everything in our home and all the people that live here, you're the only one that has dry clean only stuff because you have fancy Dan clothes. When you have blazers yeah. and suit jackets, baby, you can't throw a suit jacket in a washing machine. It just doesn't work out. So you have to rely on dry cleaners, but I get it. It's sort of like a couple episodes ago, we were wondering if they actually do feed the manatees. Yeah. I want to go to the dry cleaning yeah. store. Do you actually do a little, clean uh, my jacket? Mr. Rogers, go to the place and see how they do it. You know, I think they steam it to kill bacteria or germs and maybe somehow take away dirt and smell. But yeah, nothing that I have gotten back from a dry cleaner. I mean, d yeah, it does look smoother and it's hung on a hanger. But is it really clean? I don't think it's it's, it's not cheap not either. Deep clean like the way we can get our clothes smelling great. I wonder if they focus on the pits. I would hope so. I don't think so. Uh, we mentioned this also in a previous episode. We were recently at a friend's wedding. Yes. And I was wearing a shirt and a blazer on top. It was an outdoor wedding on a very sunny day. So my armpits are perspiring. It's a very thin shirt, so the sweat goes through the shirt and starts getting the armpits of my jacket moist. And you don't really have a body odor issue. I'm not someone who sweats a lot. You don't. But and you don't stink. Often. It was a navy blue blazer, so the sun was hitting it. I was out there. And when I got home, I'm like... What do I do? I can't just hang this back up and put it back in my closet. So I took a, uh, you know, a couple whiffs of the underarm. It didn't smell like bo, but it smelled musty, like it was in someone's attic. Okay. And I didn't appreciate that. And I think the fibers I might age, mm -hmm. and then start to emit odors mixed with your body odor. 
I think I just need like a Febreze or something. That just masks. I. That's all I care about. I don't <laughs> care. I just want to smell good. Okay. Mask it up, folks. We'll look into something. Okay. Huh. Dry cleaning. Is a joke. Yeah. And it's expensive. You know, what the heck is a lima bean? Like, <laughs> does it come from a pod? Like, do pinto beans, kidney beans, black beans, lima beans, they're legumes. They're not vegetables. Dog, don't let the dog lick the microphone. Sorry, I had, she was chewing on her foot. I had to stop it. Okay, so, you know, peanuts are legumes too. So all of these things are in pods or shells. But what does a lima bean look like in the wild? I don't know. I can tell you what I imagine before we Google it. Okay. Oh. Like edamame oh, sort yeah, of. Per, yeah. Okay. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, you know what you never find is just a, well, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place in the grocery store, but you never find lima beans by themselves. They're part of a trio or a quattro. They're not solo. They're not. Maybe it's time for them to step into the spotlight and become the hero of a dish. Lima beans in 2023. I'll have to look into the nutritional value. Yeah, lima beans. Quit being a wallflower. Get out there on the dance floor. You know, I don't know if you said this or I said this, but we were talking about haircuts, and we started to talk about hooters, and then sport clips... And then I think one of us realized that Hooters, no, Sport Clips, the chain, the franchise, whatever, is the Hooters of haircuts. Yes. Because we, we I've never came seen up a woman with that in there. Together. I've never seen a woman in a sports clips. And the advertisement, I think it was the ad, we, we saw a commercial, and it was like Hooter-esque women putting warm towels on men's faces in the chair, offering some sort of massage gun and these other amenities to men in chairs i thought what the heck do women go into sport clips what the heck i mean women are sporty but are they you know you know so is sports clips the hooters of hair of salons i think so listeners if you think Sport Clips is the Hooters of haircut places. Give us a call. We want to talk to you about it. Hey, I hope that I get a text from the four different people I left notes with on their rhubarb bushes the other day. You might have to explain that. Uh, some people might think you were vandalizing, but you weren't. No, I was trying to connect with people who have rhubarb who might not want their rhubarb and I'm trying to connect them to me as someone who does want rhubarb, but I don't grow it because I'm in a condo. So I think what you're saying is people who have rhubarb growing naturally in their yards don't appreciate the rhubarb that they have. No, I find it just not to be touched. So, you know, I thought, Hey, let's connect someone who wants it with someone who's not using it. So you helped me go to like four different spots within, I don't know, a mile of our house, leave an index card with a handwritten note and my phone number. 
and we rubber band it to either the bush or like a stake near the bush. And two of them are gone for sure, the notes. And I haven't received a text. So I'm thinking my plan might not work, but I had to try. Now, when you say handwritten, a lot of times I can't read your handwriting. I tried my best. My best isn't good enough, but I think that a a person can figure it out. The numbers were clear, that's for sure. Yeah, and I think it said clear enough rhubarb, and it was, if you don't want your rhubarb, text me, please. I would love your rhubarb. I just spent another $4. I spent eight a couple weeks ago at the farmer's market. I spent another four today. And there's just so much rhubarb that doesn't get used in this neighborhood. But I don't want to go out at night and, like, steal it. So I made nice notes. So I'm going to say that as podcasts go, unless there is a rhubarb-specific podcast out in the world that we don't know about, we talk about rhubarb on the show way more I than the, the average because person. Because generally I love it. I mean, I know I love it all the time. I talk about it and then you counter with, you don't like it. We talk about it too much. And rhubarb is just celery with a sunburn. That's what I call it. Rhubarb, is, there's nothing special about it. It's celery with a sunburn. But do you eat the rhubarb recipes that I make? I do. Do you enjoy them? Enough to eat them? Yes. Okay. But if you had a plate of chocolate chip cookies next to a rhubarb crumble, I would choose the chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. 99 out of 98 times. Mm. Fun. Yeah. That's math. You know, you just have to ask for what you want in this world. And that's what you were doing with the rhubarb. Yeah. I think you're a connector of people and of rhubarb. You're somebody who wants wants something. There's somebody who has an excess amount Mm -hmm. of something. Maybe you're a socialist. Are you trying to redistribute the rhubarb? I would trade. I've offered a trade to the building. I actually emailed the other 51 units in our building and I said, hey, if you come into an abundant, an abundance of rhubarb and you don't know what to do with it, I'm raising my hand and I'll trade you something else. Is that socialist to trade, to be a barter system? I don't think so. Um, but you know what? I'm I love wondering- Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Just putting it out there. I'm, a, I'm whatever he is. I'm whatever he is. Democratic socialist, democratic social, whatever. I don't care about labels. I'm a Bernie fan for life. And we need a new Bernie. Bernie's aging. So, you know, we need a new Bernie. Who's the young Bernie? Bernie Jr. Oh, I need a new, yeah, we need Bernie Juniors. I think maybe like Pete Buttigieg. What? He can be Bernie Jr. He doesn't have the oomph that Bernie does. What kind of oomph does Bernie Bernie have? doesn't care what he's, what he's saying, how he comes across. He's direct. He's got gusto. And, and he doesn't comes, really care if he's saying, you know, he's like pleasing people. That comes with age. So as Buttigieg ages, 
Maybe he'll find his inner Bernie Sanders. Yeah, maybe. I think it's more of that Alex. Is that his name? No. Who was the math guy? Oh, I don't know. Um, anyway. What the heck? Let me pause for a second. Hello, we're okay. back. You know, the other thing I asked for directly today was lilacs. Remember we met this new neighbor? Yeah, his name is Eric. Yeah, and it's really good that we like try to remember names because I'm not good with names. But we figured out how we're going to remember Eric. But we were coming back from the farmer's market, and I wanted to come past the lilac tree that used to, well, that does live next to the fence that the Volvo that we, we don't bought. have to get into anyway, all of that. It was story. a place. So it's one of the first blooming lilac trees. And I was like, once I found out from a friend yesterday that lilacs were edible, I'm on this big kick. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make lilac jelly. I'm going to make lilac sugar. I'm going to do lilac shortbread. Let's go by that bush. Let's go by that tree and ask if we can have some. Well, we met Eric, who was doing some weed whacking, and we introduced ourselves, and he introduced himself. And then we made the connection. He's like, yeah, help yourself, but. The tree is kind of done for the season. And that's what we found out. But we are set up for next season. Time, pre... time is fleeting. Yeah. I wanted to just bring it back to rhubarb quickly as the show is ending here. We have a minute and three seconds left in this episode. Do you think the people that you send the rhubarb notes to, like, would it be appropriate to say, hey, if you give me rhubarb, I'll give you one piece of the rhubarb crisp no. that I'm going to make. Strangers don't want your food. I'll give them something that's like hygienic and safe. Is it like Halloween where you don't make, you don't eat yeah, homemade stuff? Right, not from people you don't know. Okay. That's a lot of rigmarole. It is. I and might just go out in the, that, I might just go out at night in the dark with a headlamp and start stealing rhubarb. If the notes don't work, you're going to take it to yeah, the next level. Yeah, I tried level. to be nice. I tried to do the right thing. And now it's time to do the wrong thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Ten seconds left. <laughs>